there. Welcome to Processing the Process podcast. My name is Ness, and I know life can be pretty overwhelming. So that's why we talk anxiety, inner child healing, trauma, self-love, and everything in between. Here we learn how to chill the hell out, savor our food, process our shit, and take life one moment at a time together. Listen, Shaka Khan is the queen. She will always be the queen. Um... And that's it, you know. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Processing the Process. It's your girl, Vanessa. How you doing? Um, you know, we're slowly kind of getting our shit together here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, little steps are as great as big steps. So we're, we're taking it day by day. want to talk about, before we dive into today and what we're talking about, because at this point, I'm not really too sure what we're talking about. Um, but to kind of dive in, let's just talk about productivity. Productivity. It feels good when it is done. You know, like if you've had a good day where you're like, oh my God, I got a bunch of shit done. I feel productive. We should stop it at there. We should be like, great job, little internal high five, move on, right? But what happens is the next day, it's almost like we come to the table with the same energy, expecting the same. And like most things, there is an opposite. There's an equilibrium to everything that we do. It goes, you know, one side to the other. Following day, maybe it's not the energy is not really there to be as productive. And then what do we do? That's right. We beat ourselves up internally. We're like, why can't I be productive? I don't want to be productive today. And that's a bad thing. And, and honestly, newsflash here, having days where you're not productive isn't exactly a bad thing. And I often wonder if that comes from, you know, if it's a bigger scale, like the cultural, like how we look at hustle culture. Or was it, you know, how we looked at our own parents and how they were productive and when they weren't productive, what did that look like? Um, It could definitely be both. (laughs) We are a product of our nature and our nurture. So uh, it could be everything and nothing at the same time. I just kind of want to start off and preface that because when it comes to this podcast, when it comes to these endeavors for the most part, the reason why I started it in the beginning was to just kind of chill out, you know, talk about the stuff that we got to talk about in the easiest forms to understand. That's it. And, uh, you know, to have fun with it a little bit, not to feel pressured that you have to spit out episodes, you know, twice a week, you know, like just kind of keeping it chill. And for a minute there, I was churning these out every month, bro. I was in it. Um, And I remember having conversations with my therapist at the time where I was like, I'm afraid that I keep teetering on these little pressures that I'm putting on myself, these expectations, and I'm also looking around other people. I'm comparing my work with other people, and I just, I don't want to do that. And I know that if I take this, if I put this pressure on myself, I'm going to just thrust myself in that direction. Um, So we would talk about this and we would, you know, check in on these things. And I would come to record with intention of one, obviously talking about the things that need to be talked about, but two, you know, chilling with it, not having to put pressure on myself, not to have these expectations or, um, you know, these unrealistic standards. And now there is a part of me that is kicking myself for sure, because with that energy, I could have accomplished a lot of things um, from then to now. And, you know, that also comes to play and I beat myself up for that too. So at the end of the day, we're continuously beating ourselves up. We just got to know when we need to just knock it off. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to happen. 
It is what it is. We're human. We're hard on ourselves. It's just accepting that no matter what you try to do, no matter what kind of meditations are out there, affirmations, journaling, um, um, literally substances up the yin yang, it's still going to happen because you're a human. You know, you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have days where you're super productive. You're going to have days when you're not productive. You're going to have days where you feel really good. You're going to have days when you don't feel really good. So what happens when we're on that, like, negative side? And by negative, I mean, like, positive and negative just as, like, an opposites. You know what I'm saying? Like, good days, bad days. What happens when we're on those bad days? Majority of us, we sit around and we beat ourselves up further for having those bad days or for not feeling productive. And um, it almost makes that whole bad day even worse. And I'm a firm believer that when we start it bad, it's going to continue snowballing, okay? Whether that means, you know, external things happen to make it worse or, you know, our brains making it worse or it just, it's just how it works. So it's literally all about how we come to the table when it comes to wanting to be productive, but also understanding that it's okay to not be productive. If there's one thing from my page, from this podcast that I really just want you to absorb is basically how we react to things matter. You know what I'm saying? Like how we go about our lives and how you react to what's going on. Um, I've seen, I've had too many friends. I've even have, you know, parent parental ex examples of this where, you know, you come to the table willing to you know, live your life, be present for it. But when shit happens, whether that's good or bad, we have to have a reaction towards it. There needs to be. I mean, girl, that's what, Isaac Newton? If that's Isaac Newton and I'm like, I'm fucking pulling that out of the back folders of my brain, um, that's fucking sick, right? Isaac Newton? Every, every action has a reaction? Girl, we're going to have to look this up because if this not it, I don't want to sound dumb. Every action has an equal and opposite. Newton's third law of action and reaction, baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's cool. But he's not wrong. You know what I'm saying? We can apply this to almost everything in our lives, whether that has to do with us personally or it has to do with like random shit that doesn't even matter. You know, that doesn't have any kind of relation to us. You know what I'm saying? It could be used. It's a big example. This podcast is my baby and we're trying to, uh, to get up and go. Um, but in its own time, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to look around. I'm just trying to live my life, okay? And I'm, I'm just trying to record in this, in this little less microphone in my little, little office um, for you, whoever you are, because I love you. And I think you're important, and there's certain things that we got to talk about, okay, that are not always the most fun things to talk about, but they, someone needs to explain them in a way that's understandable to you. Because I mean, honestly, how many times has our parents or have you even told another person information, right? That just seemed so understandable. And they're like, yeah, uh-huh, that, that works. And it goes one ear out the other, right? And then maybe like a month or two later, they hear that same message from somebody else and they're like coming to you with this bright, shiny gift that they found. They're like, oh my God, look at this thing. It's incredible. You have to hear it. And you're just like, bitch, I told you that. <laughs> I said we had this conversation months ago. That that gets underneath my skin. I'm not going to lie. It definitely does get underneath my skin. Um, and mainly because like growing up, my mom would do that to me. And 
I don't know whether she knew it or not. Um, you, she just would. I'm not trying to say like I was, I was above anybody else. No, I. But I do think as a child, I still had this very. I don't know, like a, a different outlook on life, even as a kid. Like there was might be some little little droplets of wisdom, maybe that was given to me somehow. And um, I would come to my mom with these ideas, or um, you know, just to talk about certain things. And you know, we had this power dynamic, obviously, where my mother continuously believed that she had to be steps above me because she is older than me. She's been on the earth longer than me. And of course, she's my mother. Um, so we couldn't be friends. We couldn't be on the same playing field. She had to be above me. So, you know, when she would take this information that I'm giving her, these messages that I'm sharing with her, she would get them. But in her mind, it was almost like she was dismissing them because they were coming from a, a child or, you know, someone else who just doesn't know as much as she does. Um, and of course, because good information, good nuggets of information do get stored in the brain. If you've listened to them at least once, maybe it'll go out the window, but I'm telling you if there's another time, another opportunity where that theme or that, that whatever that message is about is going to come up, you're like, oh my God, I remember that. Oh my God. And you'll make two to two connections. And then next thing you know, this is your bright, shiny thing that you're telling the one person that told you about it months ago. So it's just, it's just how the brain works. It's, it, it is what it is. Um, and then my mom would obviously do that. And so, you know, that would piss me off beyond belief. Now that I'm, I'm an adult, right? I realize that this is just a human thing to do. It has nothing to do with power struggles. It just, sometimes we just need to hear certain things in a different way so that, you know, it just, it un we understand it better or that it applies better to us. We can relate better to it. Um, because how many times we people putting messages out there and it's just not received. Um, so, but I don't know, today I just wanted to, you know, talk about that productivity and just to remind you that it's, it's really not that deep. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. It's okay to take breaks. Most recently, I just came back from a trip with two of my uh, good friends that I met in the restaurant industry. Um, and to be completely honest, I think everybody should experience um, restaurant life, at least for like one year of their life. Um, one, because, you know, it's pretty cool to work with just a plethora of people and you, you know, there's a relationship that is, that is formed. There's bonds that are formed, which is really cool when you're in the trenches with someone, right. And you got each other's backs because you have to, that's, that's a different type of love. It, it, it's, that's cool. Um, it's one of my favorite things to even like talk about when, when my, uh, I'm asked about my friends and who they are and where they come from. And, um, my, my Chili's girls, man, they, we've been through hell and back together. We've experienced so much in this, in a short little time that we served at a Chili's, but uh, it, besides obviously being in the trenches, learning that support, it's also really beneficial. I believe that, uh, you need to know what goes on in, in a restaurant, right? You don't want to just go out to eat and just be the biggest Karen in the world. It, it's really nice to know how things work, um, how people work and of course how to treat others, right? dull like you I just I don't have no respect for those who just like walk into a Chili's right on a Friday a Friday night at 7 p.m. and then they're just like flabbergasted as to why they can't sit down right away I'm like bro it's a Friday night at Chili's you're gonna have to wait about 20 to 30 minutes before you get your table son like I don't know what else to tell you or like just I, I just there's I girl I have so many stories 
so many stories about that place um, and other restaurants that I've worked in my life. But um, I just came back from a trip with those uh, two guals and... Um, it's always so nice to be around people who are very similar yet also very different. Um, to give you a little personality breakdown, um, let's start at the core. I'm a Pisces guar, okay? I am. <laughs> I'm sorry I keep saying guar. It's really, really fun to say. I, it means girl, G-I-R-L, girl, okay? But guar is just, it's fun to say. I get to move my mouth a little differently, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm Pisces, right? Um, my friend Becca is a... Uh, Virgo and my other friend Megan is an Aquarius. So we got some earth, we got some water, and we got some air. Very, very similar in like a lot of ways. And one of those ways is like we're just kind of, we're like leaves in the wind, if you will. We're not dead in the wind, okay? But we're just like leaves in the wind. We just flow. Wherever that wind takes us, we're down to do. You know, there doesn't have to be an actual plan. There doesn't have to be a step-by-step, you know, itinerary of what needs to happen. We're just there to enjoy it. And they've always been that way ever since I've met them. I just I, I just gravitated towards them, you know. During this, this trip, I, I learned a couple of things that I definitely wanted to share <laughs> because I did share this on my... Um, my blog, but it's it's worth talking a little bit more about. <laughs> so the first and foremost, rich people suck, bro. We went to Newport, right? Newport, uh, Rhode Island. If you don't know, if you're not you know on the East Coast at all, you're not familiar with what these cities mean. I'm just gonna let you know. Newport's beautiful. Okay, it's a it's a coastal city. It's cute buildings and houses, but there's also like a shit ton of mansions um, with old money. There's a lot of people there that are super snooty. Okay, maybe it is generalization, but like if you're from Newport, be for real. Be for real. You probably know someone who is a giant bitch. And if you don't, you're probably part of, you know, that crew, you know, that level of higher, higher, uh, higher tax bracket. And that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Do your thing. But I'm just letting you know, you guys are not the nicest. Okay, that's okay. Own it. Own it. It's not okay own it. So there's like a moment where I was in um, a cafe. Uh, we were grabbing some breakfast sandwiches before hitting the road back home. And um, it's a small little hole in the wall kind of cafe. Really, really cute. And, and mo- so in most cafes, right? Most small cafes, after you give your order, you just don't know where to stand. So you want to stand in wherever place is like the least burdening on other people, right? You don't want to be anyone's way. So you're just like, okay, I'll stand over here. And then you realize, you know, people got to stand over there to look at the menu. All right, I'll stand over here. So we're shimmying, we're shaking, we're trying to get in a, in a, uh, in a position that is least painful for anyone else, right? Because that's all three of us. We don't want to be we don't want to be anybody's like reason for having a bad day. So we're kind of huddled-ish by the door. And um, this woman gets up with her daughter and she walks towards the door and she looks at she looks at me straight in the eye. And she was just like, do you mind if we use the door or... And I was like, oh. first of all, it would have been interesting. It would have been different if she's like, hey, do you mind if we use the door? I'd be like, oh yeah, go right ahead. But she's like, do you mind if we use the door or... And I was like... I wish I had something witty to say, or I wish I had energy to give back to her. But sometimes in those confrontational moments, I just, I don't do anything. I kind of just look and then I do. <laughs> as soon as that happened, I just kind of stared at her for a second. All of us were literally staring at her for a second. And then we just kind of shimmied, shimmied over so that she can utilize the door. And I'm like, I don't, 
I don't know why you gotta act like that, but all right, rich people are the worst. First and foremost, first and foremost. Uh, Secondly is um, always beware of really pleasantly nice bartenders who are very willing to give out free shots. That's a red flag, but in the most green flag way. Um, If we met a really, really nice bartender, an older man, um, his wife actually worked in the bar with him. Very awesome gentleman. He laughed at her drunk ass jokes. Like he was just like very much of a fatherly presence, not a creepy one, but a good one. But man, he was just throwing us some free shots and expecting us to throw them back. And, you know, you know, mama didn't raise no quitter. Okay. All of us were like, send it on every single one, but we only had one, maybe good, good night. We, we, (laughs) we drank uh, a decent amount and uh, we paid for it in the morning, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Which brings me to another point. Uh, my number three, um, if you've never tried milk thistle before having a heavy drinking night or even after a heavy drinking night, um, invest in it, right? So we're talking moderation. Uh, I don't really go out every week. And if you do, that's totally fine. But if you, you know, th- throw it back every day and you're in that little uh, drunky poo space every day, girl, we got to hone you back in. Uh we got to learn some moderation here. That's fine. You want to have a good time, but maybe we got to space some out so your liver can get a moment to, you know, breathe, okay? Um, but I'm saying, like, you know, if there's if there's a night coming up and you're like, girl, I'm going to let loose, that's fine. Let loose. But may I offer milk thistle? <laughs> milk thistle is like a, it's like a, a natural pill form, I think. You could also get milk thistle tea, but I got in a pill form and it comes in like two little pills um, and you, you take them. That's the that's a dosage. And um, you're supposed to take it with some water before your, your night out. And it's, and it's supposed to alleviate the, the hangover symptoms. Um, and I have, this is now my second or third time trying this out. And it, I can I can confidently say that it actually does work. It does alleviate the symptoms. What I've noticed the most is that it alleviates that brain fog. You know what I'm saying? The next day after a heavy night, um, your head's hurting. You don't know whether you want to shit <laughs> or throw up. Like, you don't know what what's happening, right? Um, and eventually, you know, you obviously do one of those. Um, but this kind of alleviates some of that that other feeling that's in the head almost. It's really interesting. Um, so 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, a friend of mine also just said if you wanted to cure a hangover, you should do like a shot of tequila plus um, coconut water. And girl, like, that's fine. Maybe on like, I don't know. I After that night, I didn't want to look at anything alcoholic for a, a solid maybe five to 10 days. Anyway, definitely look into that. Just a little tidbit of fun information, a natural way to combat hangovers. We had an opportunity to walk around, um, I believe, Salve University's campus, which is absolutely gorgeous. Very expensive school, but um, it's very nice because their uh, walk, I guess, the sidewalk that connects to their um, university is kind of teeters on the Rhode Island Newport Cliff Walk, which is beautiful. Okay. If you, if you ever visit Newport or if you're from Newport, the Cliff Walk is gorgeous. It is so much fun. You see so many people, so many things. You get to climb over rocks. I brought home two pebbles because I love collecting rocks from wherever I go. I think it's really cool. You find a cool rock, you put it in your pocket, and you move on with your day. It's the best. I will never understand why certain quarries are like, pay for these rocks. And you're just like, I don't know why. I 
can just go outside and grab a rock for free. Part of that cliff walk is that you get to walk by a a field of daffodils. Yes, daffodils. And it's just gorgeous. It is the coolest thing in the world. Lay down in the, the flower patch and just kind of chilled there for a second. We all just closed our eyes and just relaxed and just breathed, you know. Um, it was really, really cool. I, I don't know. I don't if there's one thing too, like from my little list of the, the things I definitely wanted to share, um, was that if you ever have an opportunity to lay down in like a field of flowers, never pass it up, never pass it up. I know, I know there's little critters, you know, get it, get your sweater, put it down, put your head on, you know, and, and lay down for at least like five minutes. You can get up and go if this is really uncomfortable for you, but just try it out. You're just sitting in in a field of flowers. Part of me, feels a little primitive here because I know that there's generations of women that came before me that also enjoyed this practice as well. Like they, they lay down in a, in a, in a bed of flowers just to relax or take an afternoon nap or to think about their future, to even think about their future kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know, that's where my mind kind of, kind of went in it. So if you ever come across a field of flowers, do not pass up the opportunity to just chill out in them. Um, I promise you it is good for the mind, body, and soul. Okay. Certified approved. If you are a lactose intolerant guarl, like majority of us, for some reason, um, Keep your dairy pills locked and loaded, baby, and enjoy your life, okay? Never, I mean, if you uh, don't, okay, this can teeter a, a little because obviously if you have some medical issues that you really can't be going outside the box a lot, right, um, to have a good time and eat whatever you want, then don't. Obviously, this is not for you. You know your body. You listen to your body. If you're medically, you have to stay away from certain foods because that is the only way that your body will feel better, then you do that. But this is for the girls who have a little bit of a lactose problem, and, and sometimes they like to stay away from it, but sometimes they don't. Grab your dairy pills, get them locked and loaded, and order that Alfredo. You know what I'm saying? Like, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. It's okay. That's all right. You'll, you'll, you'll bounce back later. Those little dairy pills, they help you with gas. You'll be fine. <laughs> and last but not least, um, I did also want to mention that one of the biggest constants for the three of us, as well as just leading up to this trip, has been this idea of talking about how everything and every like, and I mean everything like humans, right down to plants. We all need a little bit of nurturing and tending to. We all do for us to grow. I mean, I guess in some in some ways, you know, wild plants, they really don't need much. But what is the things that they do receive anyway, water, sunlight, that is a type of tending to, that is a type of nurturing. It's a nature, a nature version, but it is still being given to this plant and that is providing what that plant needs to grow. So, you know, all the way down to the basic form of, of plant to, you know, humans, everything regardless of what it is. We're talking relationships, we're talking friendships, um, people, even the self requires nature, requires a, a, a decent amount at least of nurturing and tending to. It's like, yeah, I guess at some points it could be a little annoying, but it's really important to learn to love that about existing. You know, we 
we need certain things for us to grow, even down to the most physical parts. A baby needs a mother's milk or the specific formula so that it can start growing into its body, that its bones start getting a little stronger. Like that is, it's down, it's biological. We need these things so that we can operate to the fullest. Um, and, you know, when it comes to, you know, our conversations with cycle syncing, I kind of think about this as well. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, it, it just seems so much. It seems like an extra thing that I have to think about on top of my life uh, that I already think about all the time. And it's like, well, how long do you want to be here? You know what I'm saying? If you had a choice, regardless of external factors, regardless of what's going on in the world, if you'd like to be here and enjoy your life, how long do you think you'd like to do that for? You know, I don't know about you, but I want to be here for a very long time, which means that I got a nature, I got a nurture. I got to tend to my body, my mind, my soul, whether that is physically by, you know, trying to feed it and nutrients, uh, trying to understand my cycle and, and give, you know, nutrients and, and movement and vitamins and I'm being aware of what my body needs at certain times, um, feeding my soul, understanding my relationship with my creator or like, you know, like learning to understand certain self patterns of my, my own behavior and getting in touch with my inner child. Like these are all connected. It's all a type of nurturing and tending to. So whether that is for yourself, whether that means for your relationships, for your friendships, I mean, going on this trip with my, my two friends, that is a type of nurturing and tending to, right? We're spending time together. We're laughing together. We're talking together. We're unloading on each other and we're having a good time. We call each other BBs, BBY. We love, we've been calling each other BBs for like years. Before it became mainstream, I have to, I have to drizzle that in there. Okay. We've been doing it for a very long time. And, um, we all want to get like a little tattoo of it, but one of the reasons why we wanted to go here is because we planned a BB trip years ago and, and, you know, due to, you know, certain aspects and, um, just things, just life, it kind of fell through and only two of us were able to go. And that kind of created a little bit of a tension between the third and it always kind of broke my heart. Cause like the idea was we were all going to go out and just have a good trip together and, we were able to kind of come together at some point after that, patch things up and move forward as a three, like as a group, three musketeers, you know what I'm saying? Really just love each other. Um, and, uh, you know, we wanted another trip where all of us could be there together and experience this together and just be with each other and tend to that friendship that we formed so many years ago. Um, and that's exactly what happened. And it was fucking awesome. It was just a great time. Just get away. We've never been to Rhode Island. Now that we have, we all right. We'll go back. I think we're going to definitely go back. And, and it's beautiful. If you have, you know, time and availability anytime during the year to visit them, go ahead. Try it out. See what happens. And if you don't like what you see, Massachusetts is literally up north. You can just hop over to another state and check that one out, too. But that's basically it. Um, you know, we're coming. I'm. I'm. This is my goal for this year is to get a little bit more serious about some of the things that I actually really love to do, um, which means to be more intentional about how I go about those things. Because here's a little newsflash. You can't control your future. You can't control your outcome. I don't know. Thinking offloading myself of that is kind of nice. It's less stressful for me. So I'm just going to do what feels good. I'm going to do what feels right. Um, and I'm going to enjoy my life fully.
You know, I'm going to process my shit and I'm going to enjoy my food. I hope you have a wonderful day wherever this podcast finds you. Um, And I hope that there's something in this uh, episode that resonated with you, um, that you finally understand it in a way that is understandable to you. That is the goal, baby. That is. Um, But yeah. And do not forget, process your shit. You're the only one who can. All right. Bye, everyone. Hi, everyone. It's Ness. Before you hop off and do your thing and go about your day, I do want to let you know that we do have a corresponding Instagram page for this podcast. It is Processing the Process with Ness. It is my personal blog. Um, I take you with me through a lot of things. I, I share with you some of the knowledge and experience that I've had so far and some of the revelations that continuously just come up within our lives. I'm highlighting them bitches, all right? Um, you can follow me at the Instagram page. You can also follow TikTok, which is just processing the process, BB, BBY. Um, and then as well as we have an email. So if you'd like to send in any topic requests, if there's something you really want to talk about, but you just don't know how to go about it, just share it with me. Let's let's con- let's let's conquer it together. Let's understand it together. So you can send that to me at processing the process podcast at gmail.com as well. My DMs are always open. If you need someone to talk to, I am here for you. You are not alone at all. And I'll see you next time.